The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickie is sponsored by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood, Ontario. Visit exchangingvowsbridalboutique.com for all your wedding and formal wear needs. Hi, I'm Crystal Bartelzi and you are listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Dinah Chicky with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. Simple Street Theatre and Dutch Girl Productions are proud to present Fresh from the Toronto Fringe Next Stage Festival, where both shows received rave reviews, The Surprise with Crystal Bartelsi and Leila Live with Isat Edamati, best described as the Persian Judy Garland. This double bill evening of comedy is scheduled Saturday, June the 23rd at Simple Street Theatre, located at 65 Simple Street in Collingwood. Doors open at 7.30 with the show at 8 p.m. I'm delighted to welcome back on Beach Corner via Skype, four-time Canadian Comedy Award nominee, Crystal Bartelzi. She's an actor, writer, producer, clown, teacher, and comedian. Crystal is returning to Collingwood with her signature high-energy whip, the Surprise, a hilarious clown-based immersive experience that's guaranteed to keep you on the edge of your seat. Her character Ginger is throwing a surprise party and needs your help. Find out who's invited and who's the guest of honor. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Exchanging Bows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio. Hi, I'm Andrew McNeil, Director of Economic Development and Tourism of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, fresh from the Toronto Fringe Next Stage Festival, where she received rare reviews. Four-time Canadian Comedy Award nominee Crystal Bartelzi is an actor, writer, producer, clown, teacher, and comedian. She will be bringing her signature high-energy wit at Simcoe Street Theatre with the surprise on Saturday, June the 23rd. Doors open at 7.30 with the show at 8 p.m. Joining me via Skype is Crystal Bartelzi. Great to have you on the show again. Uh, So great. Always chatting with you. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So this is a double bill, an evening of comedy with the surprise, along with Layla Live, the Persian Judy Garland star, Isad Edamati. So tell us a little bit about this. Um, so basically, we, we both um, created 30-minute pieces. Um, this was part of the Next Stage Theatre Festival, which happened in January. And we were in uh, kind of a venue called the Antechamber. So, so we were both sort of the shows that were in between the main stage shows. Um, and then um, we decided to sort of put it together as a double bill because it's a good fit. Um, we've worked together before and we've done our other solo shows um, in rep as well. Uh, and my piece specifically started off as a 10 minute piece that I started doing in cabarets. And then when I applied to next stage and got it, um, I realized I was going to have to expand the show to 30 minutes, but that is what I wanted. So sort of being accepted into next stage was the instigator of, you know, further developing the show. And Izad's character, Layla, he's been doing that um, for quite a couple of years in different variations as well. Um, And that was a brand new show with this character. So this marks your fifth solo project. The last time you were at Simcoe Street Theatre, you were hosting the Collingwood Cabaret. Mm. So 
Tell us about this show, The Surprise. I hear it was conceived as a birthday gift. Yeah, so I originally created it a couple of years ago, um, the 10-minute version. What happened was I was set to perform on someone's cabaret, like a late-night Saturday thing in Toronto, and it was around the time of my birthday, and I was trying to come up with a new piece, and at the time, I was also taking tap dancing lessons. I have a background in dance, and I was working with uh, my friend and choreographer, Sean Byfield, and I just sort of came up with, what if I did a birthday party you know, sort of threw myself a birthday party. Um, Yeah, something just around birthdays and tap shoes. And that's sort of how it was originally conceived. Um, So I did the 10 minute version. It had a structure, but it was very improvised. And it really uh, depended on the audience. And uh, it just went over really, really well. And I just kind of kept honing it and doing it. And I've done the, like I said, the 10, 15 minute version in many, many different forms and different shows. Um, But in January was the first time it was extended to 30 minutes. Um, But it's a very high energy interactive uh, piece featuring my clown, Ginger. And the surprise entails the participation of the audience. So how challenging is it when you need to interact with the public? Well, I think one of the biggest challenges, I think it, you know, it does put people off. I know there's a lot of people that are afraid of audience participation. Um, But what I'm really proud of is I never intend to make the audience look ridiculous. I'm never out to make someone look like a fool. Um, It's really just supposed to be a fun evening. Um, But what keeps you on your toes, obviously, is every night when you're doing this show, if I have sort of a longer run, every show is different because it's all dependent on the audience or the people that you use. Um, but this is sort of, I don't find anyone's ultimately embarrassed in the show because they're all invited guests at my party. So sort of everyone's in it together. I think what's going to be interesting and the challenge in Collingwood is it's going to be a larger theater and a larger house where I'm used to doing it in more intimate spaces. So um, I'm kind of excited and I may be a little nervous to see how it's going to go with such, you know, a big variety of guests coming to the party. And how different is this project in comparison to what you have done in the past? Um, you know, each show I create, I think there's definitely a thread and I think I do have like a signature in my work, but, um, I guess what's really unique about this show is, you know, I have a huge background in physical comedy, physical theater and clowning, but if you see my other work, I don't actually wear the red nose, even though my, you know, I would say that my work is very much Lucille Ball um, influenced, but I don't, yeah, I don't wear a clown nose. And this is specifically, it is a clown show. Um, so I think that's one thing that's different. Like I said, I think it's way more interactive with the audience. Um, it's way more improv based. So like I said, there is a structure, but a lot of it is very fresh and on its toes every night. Um, so those are sort of some, some things that make it different than other styles. And my last show was very much autobiographical and very much me, Crystal, telling the story. And again, now I'm sort of in a character again. Um, But the red nose lets you kind of push boundaries and, yeah, and and sort of really come out of the fourth wall and, and really play with the audience. And what is it about comedy that attracted you to pursue a career? Uh, You know, I I just, it it was never meant to go like that, I don't think. I always, um, you know, I love drama, I love Shakespeare, I love all the classics and all of that. But when I was in theatre school, um, I sort of just got bit by this improv bug. I I was in an improv class and I met uh, 
a friend in that class. We became a comedy duo. I just loved it. I just loved um, being ridiculous and silly. And I found often when I was trying to do something a bit more serious or drama, people would end up laughing um, at me and being like, oh, that's so funny when that wasn't the intention. So I think I always had sort of this comedy sense and this clownish thing about me um yeah and so and then I really got into improv and then I got into sketch and then I started taking workshops in clown and physical comedy and um yeah I just I just really love that it's not that I don't love the other stuff but um I think there's just something about comedy pushing the boundaries making people laugh finding the funny in everyday situations that I I just think is important I think in this today's world we need we need you know to laugh yeah how difficult is comedy to create? Oh, I think it's very difficult, you know, because everyone has such a different taste of what is funny. Um, you know, I think the heart of it is I have to find it funny first to try and then convey that to the audience. But um, like I said, everyone finds something different in, in comedy. So it's just it's just a, trying to figure out appealing to sort of who your audience is and everything, but um, definitely challenging. It takes a lot to hone it, especially in physical comedy to get the moves and the choreography um, and, and a lot of testing in front of an audience as well. So um, yeah, which often sometimes your first show is the first time you're doing it in front of an audience and, you know, deciding, Oh, this works or this doesn't work. So it's definitely challenging, but I, I'm, I like the challenge. And where do you draw your inspiration in writing these projects? You know, um, I really always start, and I, I do tell people this, that whenever I'm looking to start a new project or if you kind of look at all the solo shows I've created, I always just start with that seed of really what's going on in my life. Um, you know, if I went through all my solo shows, I could tell you exactly what was going on in my life, where that inspiration was drawn from to create that show. Um, yeah, so I, I look at that. Like I said, you know, birthday was about, I'm, you know, soon approaching a certain age that I had fear um, around. Everyone has a birthday. Um, it was my birthday at the time I was creating that piece. So that's sort of where the inspiration was drawn from. But um, yeah, just always really taking some time to reflect on what's going on with me and then see if there's a seed of inspiration there. Yeah. But I'm also inspired by other times just creating characters or things that I see in life as well. Yeah. And how important is timing when delivering your lines? Oh, timing is huge. You know, I think, um, I think that's something you start figuring out again in front of an audience. Um, I can remember with my show one moon because I've done that so much. I feel that, I've got the timing down really well with that show. Oh, then of course, then you have to be careful not to get sort of locked in kind of a robotic form. But um, yeah, I think I think timing is key. It's figuring out where where the laugh is going to be and what's going to happen with the audience, delivering the line so that it has you know the most punch that it can get. So it's it is definitely a skill and something you have to you have to work out. And I think we've all seen that when. Maybe we've seen a stand-up comedian or whatever that maybe has a good joke, but it's just not landing right. So it's just it's just figuring that out. Well, joining me via Skype is Crystal Bartelzi from The Surprise. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Is your new or existing business looking for recognition in Wasaga Beach? Beach Booster Group is your one-stop shop for all things local, all things promotional. Beach Booster will succeed in creating a complete local promotional package that can include high-profile outdoor, prints, and radio promotion of your business and services. 
Speech Boosters community events offer additional opportunity for visible participation of your company in the Wasaga Beach area. Speech Booster Promotions also specializes in all types of promotional products and apparel to help you create your local and professional profile. Contact us at info at beachbooster.com or call 705-241-9762. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guest via Skype, Crystal Bartelzi. So, Crystal, do you need to have a special gift to be a clown? Oh, you know, I, I think, first of all, I, I think I always have to clarify the term clown because I think people just have this bad image of clowning in their head or they think of the birthday party clown, whereas this is very much a theatrical form. I've done years of training in this, um, in European clown and something called pachinko clown. And I think really just the gift and heart of it is being able to laugh at the ridiculousness of yourself. So I think that's one of the the key um, foundations of clowning is the more comfortable you're in your own skin, um, accepting your flaws and, and everything that goes with you, the more that you can push that. Therefore, the audience can sort of recognize their own flaws in the clown. Um, but I think vulnerability is a huge key, being able to be vulnerable and, and just having a big heart. It's the art form of the heart. So I think those are some things uh, that you need, yeah, to perform clown and to be a clown, yeah. And like you said, clowns are meant to be funny. So what are your thoughts with some of the films portraying clowns as scary? Uh, you know, it's, it's funny because even, you know, I, I, I enjoy that sometimes. I saw the recent It film and I, and I did like it. I think what I have a problem with is that already clown sort of has a bad rap. There's the fear of clowns. I think that comes from a lot of people have issues in childhood or they saw, you know, the original It when they were way too young. So I think just my issue with it is, is that it just continues to give people a bad image or bad idea of what clowning is. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to, I guess, change and, and make people realize that it doesn't have to be scary or weird or whatever, that there's actually some beauty in it and that it is funny um, and that it's not always what we think of clown, the crazy wigs with the big shoes and the squirty flower. That's not at all, especially what I do. Um, but there's so many other characters that we see in TV or in life or in film that are clown. Lucille Ball being one of them who's my favorite clown and just getting people to understand that there's different forms of clowning. Um, yeah. And these shows can be demanding for you. So how do you keep fit? Oh, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting because we just have the one night in Collingwood. So that's actually quite a quite a treat to just do one night. Um, I think when I was doing Next Stage it was, you know, it's taxing on the body. But um, as anything that you do physically, yeah, I just I'm, I'm active in rehearsals and stuff. So it's just rehearsing it. I do a lot of yoga. I mean, it's part of my craft and it is my job. So I'm definitely very aware of my body and, and just taking care of it with health and fitness um i just think it's important um but you know every year i start to notice that maybe i can't do as much as what i once did and and other things i get better with age so just it's just dependent yeah i'm sore a lot but that's okay (laughs) and what do you love about your career oh uh (laughs) Yeah, I, I have so many mixed things. I think uh, I think I lead a crazy life, but I think what I love is 
I get to be creative. I, I get to use my imagination. I'm a very creative person. Um, I'm inspired by so many people that I know and that I work with um, that I've met throughout the years. And every day is very different for me. I think sometimes um, it is taxing and it's confusing and I'm trying to keep my life straight, but it's also, it, it's never dull. I can say that. Um, but it's definitely still, it's a very hard career. You know, I have to work really hard. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, insecurity and not knowing what the next thing is. But I also feel, yeah, very blessed that I'm able to do what I love because not everyone gets to do that. And and I definitely love creating and performing um, and, and teaching and all the things that I do in this sort of realm of the arts. And are you pleased with the success you have garnered so far? <laughs> oh, you're so kind. I think we talked, you know, at another interview before, and I'm always like, um, I don't know. I, I pictured my life going very differently 10 years ago, but um, I don't know. That's really nice. I shouldn't be so self-deprecating, but um, no, I always want more, you know. Um, my, my life so far has been very much influenced in, in theater and live performance, and I love that. Um, I'd love to definitely get more into film and TV. Um, yeah, there's still so much that I want to do. So I guess looking back, sometimes I have to be a little bit kinder to myself and realize everything that I've done and created. Um, but yeah, I just, there's still so much more than that I want to do. And, you know, and it's also being careful not to compare yourself to other people and going, oh, they have this. But, but yeah, I should feel lucky for, for what I've done. But there's, there's a lot more that I still want to do and, and that I hope happens. Yeah. And if you could thank someone who made an impact in your life, who would that be? Wow, that's such a wonderful question. Um, you know, it's, it's almost that there's too many people to thank. I think I've been really grateful that um, I've had amazing teachers. Definitely, there's so many teachers that have become my mentors that I still work with that have inspired me, that I've taken their teachings from and, and inspired it to my students. Um but also, I think my parents, I have to thank them because I feel very fortunate that they've supported me in, in being able to do this. Um, I work with a lot of students whose parents are very against what they're doing. So, um, yeah, my dad is a very funny man. I think I get a lot of my sense of humor from him. And my mom's just been biggest supporter. She comes to all my shows. Um, so, yeah, definitely thank them. And I, I want to thank Andy Massingham on this show because he helped me create the surprise. And he's one of the best physical performers and, and clowns that I've worked with. And he's taught me so much. So, yeah, I just want to give a thanks and shout out to those people for sure. Yeah. And where can we find more information? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm on social media at Twitter, um, at C Bartelzi, same with on Instagram. And then my website is crystalbartelzi.com, um, which I need to keep updating. I've just redone the website, but I need to still upload a lot of things, but you can find me there. Um, and then I think there's a direct link to email me or to go on Twitter and all of that. Yeah. Well, thank you for being my guest and wishing you all the best of success with the surprise scheduled Saturday, June the 23rd at Simcoe Street Theatre. Doors open at 7.30 with the show at 8 p.m. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio, broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach. Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Crystal Bartelsi for being my guest and wishing her continued success. Special thanks to Anka and Rick Lex for making this interview possible. 
Hope you will attend this double bill comedy of the surprise and Leila Live with Isaac Edamati, presented by Simcoe Street Theatre and Dutch Girl Productions on Saturday, June the 23rd at Simcoe Street Theatre, located at 65 Simcoe Street in Collingwood. Doors open at 7.30 with the show at 8 p.m. Tickets available at Simcoe Street Books and Eventbrite.ca. For more information on Crystal, visit her website at crystalbartelsi.com or her Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Dinah Chickie. Beach Corner's broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from our new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from my home page to enjoy unique and local programming. Beach Corner is also a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication and coming soon to Wasaga Beach TV. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at beachbooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. Preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.